what is up boys it has been a minute to say the least it, it has been a fucking minute i haven't podcasted in a while um I, i'd say it's probably been at least a year uh, i want to get back into it and a bunch of stuff happened um obviously you guys know about the furda trademark issues um i'll touch on that a bit later um for you, those of you that follow me on Instagram, I had some health issues uh, earlier this year, and I'm going to touch on that now. Um, so basically, uh, whoever follows me on Instagram, Donats91 on Instagram, shameless plug, um, I posted a post uh, in February saying how I had a surgery. Um, but before that, I'll touch on a little bit of the history of that. I went to a yearly physical and... Uh, maybe October, September last year, and they found a lump in my neck. It ended up being in my thyroid, which is located in your neck. And, um, you know, I, I debated if I want to, um, you know, say this news or not because I don't want people to feel bad for me or anything like that or think, oh, my God, like, dude, what the fuck? Like, or, you know, that I'm seeking for attention. It, it was none of that. Um, but anyway, so... I, I had I had a biopsy. It came back that it was 90% not cancerous. Um, then what happened is after I had to have the surgery because they said, look, the lump's pretty big. We want it out. We, we, well, we recommend having it out. So I said, okay, well, I'm not listening to my doctor. My doctor's old school, and I always trusted his opinion. So I listened to him, and I got it out. And the thing that bugged me the most is, and I don't know if it should have bugged me, but everybody's sitting here saying like, oh, everything's going to be fine and this and that. And, you know, I, I know they had my best interest, but the problem is like it was so flooding of everybody saying, oh, no, it's nothing, this and that. And, and I know I shouldn't have done Google research, but I did. And so I knew better. I knew that something the size of what it was was not good. I knew that it wasn't there last year when I went for my physical. My doctor's thorough. And so they ended up taking it out. A week later, I found out that I did have thyroid cancer. And it's really hard to like fathom as being in your late 20s. You, you don't really plan to have that kind of news thrown at you. And unfortunately, I did. Um, I didn't mention it to anybody except for my family. Um, and, and basically... Um, you know, I don't want anybody to feel bad. I've had people ask me straight up, like, oh, what was with that surgery? Like, are you okay? And what I say to them is literally like, yeah, no, everything's fine. I don't I don't know. I just don't, don't want to tell people. Like, it's, I don't want people to feel bad, like, for me at all. But, like, I'm, I'm sure I'll be fine. Um, during the first surgery, uh, they took it out. And uh, they ended up testing it. And, like I said, it came back, whatever, what it was. And so then I had to have another surgery uh, exactly a month later. And so in that surgery, they basically just take out some lymph nodes, test them, make sure that everything was gone. They took out the other side of my thyroid. Me like an old fucking man, now I got to take pills for the rest of my life. Like basically just thyroid supplements um, just to get me to levels where I was at before. Um, so basically what the thyroid controls is, um, basically what it controls is uh weight loss or like your weight gain weight loss uh, energy level um I've, I've heard that it controls your heartbeat a bit i'm not sure about that um and also like basically hormones so hair growth in the body like this and that i've noticed and i've noticed that like some thinning on my hair and i've never had great hair but that, that's another part that's kind of fucked me up a bit so 
I've been getting by that. I um I don't have a voice for literally a month. I'd say it was it was bad. I wouldn't be able to talk for an extended period of time. It would just fade out because it's right next to your vocal cords. And then I was worried. I'm like, the surgeon gave me a warning. He goes, look. He goes, sometimes, rarely, your vocal cord gets hit, and um, you know, sometimes it could leave permanent damage eight months of damage like it's it's hit or miss like sometimes it happens it's it's a risk but you're not going to leave something like that in your body for a risk like that so anyways so um surgeon was really good he got everything um lymph nodes came back good um all that shit everything was clear for the most part i have one more treatment to do which basically a pill you take just one time treatment pill you take um basically goes in your body and destroys the rest of your thyroid cells and uh, that's it. I got to stay in the hospital for maybe another day or two, and they don't know that for sure. But um, that's basically it. So, um, yeah, I don't really want to say anything, and that's not what this podcast is about. This is probably the last time I'm going to talk about it. Um, but, yeah, that's basically it. So um, another thing people were asking me about was if I'm going to have guests on this podcast. And to be honest, I probably am. I just don't exactly know who it's going to be yet. And I've teetered on, you know, maybe even having my youngest sister. She's actually pretty funny and entertaining. And, you know, it, it would be cool to have, like, a family member so there wasn't any issues. And I know I've had friends on this before. And this was another thing that I went back and forth on if I was going to touch on. But basically... um, there was there was a falling out to be honest and uh, you know i don't want to hide any information or anything like that or you know i i gotta feel like i gotta tippy toe around this is i'm gonna keep this podcast as honest and open as possible i'm an open guy i've always been honest i've always given people my brutal opinion and um so i'll, I'll touch on the story that quickly i know some people might not give a fuck but it is what it is so i'm gonna i'm gonna touch on that briefly so basically what happened was um we were all good friends and everything was all, you know, good the way it is. And um, I, I'm, I'm not going to go into too much detail here because I, I don't want to spill the whole story. And it, it, I find it kind of pointless. But anyways, basically without saying any names, I, I introduced a f- couple friends to another friend group. Two, a girl and the guy in the friend group ended up having problems. One of the other friends moved in, ended up, um, you know, talking, whatever. The friend was actually, or well, the, the girl was actually my girlfriend's cousin. And she said to me, she goes, hey, like, what do you think of, I don't know, I'll call him Man X. And I said, look, I said, um, he has a history of not treating girls so good. And I said, um, he, he hasn't always been the best boyfriend. So in not, in not so many words, I'm not giving all the details here because you know, people cry. And, um, so basically I, I just, I just laid it out there. I didn't say anything unhonest. Anybody can come to me and say, oh, you know, I'm a bad person for basically not friending, uh, siding with my friend at the time and um i still stand by my decision but i I literally told her yeah like just take this with a grain of salt and don't make this affect your decision too much but just know i don't know if he's a changed person that's how i ended it i don't know if he's a changed person 
I don't know if he's a changed person. So that's why I left it off. Well, doesn't work, get back to him. I notice I'm getting fucking unfollowed on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, the full nine yards. And, you know, people are calling me snakes. So I basically lost one whole side of a friend group. And um, that's basically it. So that's why certain people won't be on a podcast anymore. Um, you know, it, honestly, could have hashed it out, didn't have to be that way, but it's it's the way it is, and it's a snake move on everybody's part, I don't feel like I was being a snake, if I treated girls like that, and somebody went to a girl that I was looking to date and said it, you know, if it affects her decision, it affects her decision, but at the end of the day, your actions are your actions, you gotta own up to it, so um, that's that's basically where that stood right there, and, and that was it, like, there, there was no, there was no discussion back and forth over it i haven't talked to the people in years and and that's it really like it, that's how it stands um that that like i said your actions have consequences and you know i'm still friends with an ex-girlfriend of theirs and she's a really nice girl and whatever right so the, the whole thing was here that um you know i i, I was just warning somebody i had somebody's back and then that I had their best, like I had my best interest in them, and and they went and get that. It it showed bad on everybody in the scenario. And honestly, like you go and ask me for advice, and you go spill it back. They denied they said anything. I'm like, okay, how did the information get back? It, it was a fucking mess. And okay, so anyways, um, speaking of stuff that's near and dear to our heart, like a friend, the word furta. So I don't know if anybody saw my well, people did see my live because the guy got attacked, but. And I posted on Snapchat or whatever, but basically I'm not going to mention any names with that either. But um, somebody basically went, long story short, and bought the FURTA trademark off some original owners that were not using it. And um, I spoke to those owners before when I started using FURTA and their whole sentiment was, oh, we're not using it anymore. We planned on using it, so you can use it. Like, I'm in Ontario. I didn't expect it to blow up. I ended up trademarking Furta Boys, and I thought it was safe. But apparently, that's not how the Canadian government viewed it. Or not even the Canadian government. My drop shipper. That's not how they uh, That's how, not how they viewed it. That's not how GoDaddy, my website builder, viewed it. They basically just said, we need everything gone that says that word. So that's where that stands right now. Um, there's going to be some news regarding that next week. Uh, and I'm not going to speak on it now because I got to let the dust settle a little bit. Little bit. Uh, I've been working on some stuff and that's really all I have to say about that. But but that's where it stands. It was done maliciously. Um, they're a competing brand and uh, they, they did this to basically get me to pay up a large figure of money. And like I said, maybe next episode I'll talk about it. I'll, I'll see. I got to let the dust settle a bit on that. But that's really all that there is to say about that right now um like i said i'm gonna be completely transparent and everything i just like i said i have to let the dust settle and that's the burning question what happened to furta what happened to furta boys what happened to it and and like i said that's that's really all there is to it there, there was a trademark issue i i couldn't use the couldn't use the word anymore and there was really zero i can do about it i, I could have sued i didn't feel like i was in the position of power to sue it would have been a judge's discretion the way it works in trademark court is you basically bring your documents and you say, hey, I've been making sales since, you know, 2020, you know, early 2020. And then the other guy will say, hey, well, I've been making sales and I have receipts since 2019. 
And then it's basically like, you know, okay, well, you've been using this trademark before. Oh, but I registered it. No, no, no. It's not how it works in Canada here. If you can show proof that you've been using a trademark before the person even registered it, it doesn't matter. You have trademark rights because you can't just go snake somebody's trademark, right? So that, that's how that works, right? So if I, like, say say Adidas, for example, one of my favorite brands, um, if I was using Adidas before Adidas, I would have rights to using Adidas. So you can't have a buddy go and, you know, take something from you and, um, you know, you know, take a word from you or your idea and go trademark. As long as you have proof that you're using it, you'll, you'll be, you'll be pretty good in the court of law. But, you know, like I said, shit like that gets expensive. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a really tough pill to swallow to try to go out and get lawyers and whatever, but it's, it's been something that I've been considering, let's just say. And, um, that, that's really all I'm going to really touch on it right now. Uh, and that, that, that kind of ties in with the whole caller daddy thing that's been going on. And a couple people asked me what my opinion on that is. And, um, on, like, like I said, David Portnoy, um, was in a position of power. He owned, he owned the trademark. He, that was part of the deal. Part of the deal of them going over to Barstool was you have to give us your trademark you know, we're not going to let you go and become massive celebrities using our brand for basically nothing, right? We're not going to let you go and all of a sudden just blow up and, you know, oh, like there's, there's, there, there's nothing coming back our way. You're just going to walk out the door in a couple of years. So he protected himself really well by doing that. It's a smart move. But like to be honest, people would say to me, I have I have I know guys that are like a bunch of guys. They are big Barstool and Portnoy fans. I like openly do not support anything Boston. I hate their teams. I just I can't stand them as, as people usually. Like I'm sure there's nice people out there, but to be honest, I don't know. I've never I've never had really a good experience with anything Boston. So don't get offended by that because I'm sure there is nice people out there. But anyways, um, I, I literally know people that would tongue Portnoy's balls in their mouth. Like they love Portnoy. Some like there's guys that like love him that I know. Like good friends that I've grown up with love the guy. Like they would literally, like I said, they would literally clean his shaft with their tongue. And you know that's fine. Everybody's a fan of who they're a fan of. Um, but the thing the thing is, so he was in the position of power here, and it's a smart move, right? But I, I just I literally said to my friends, like, oh, if you if you could join Barstool, would you do it? And I, I kind of thought about it. I was like, would I give him the trademark? Like, I don't know. It's like trademarks are so invaluable, and I've seen it with the Furta mark. And it's like you just once you own the trademark, like that's that's your mark, your brand. It's it's really tough sell. Like yeah, it would blow up. But imagine imagine the position Sophia's in. They could have both been in this position of not owning that trademark, that intellectual property. And so it, it comes to like a thing where I was thinking about. It. I'm like, would I do it? Like yeah, like to take five hundred thousand dollars in a year or two years or three years, whatever it is for three years, like maybe, maybe like one point five million dollars clean. Like, I guess it is worth it, but, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, 
I guess it's just a podcast. Like, well, not even just a podcast. Like, it could, it could bring in. You know, we don't know that we don't know the ceiling of these podcasts, right? But you know, like for a merch brand, maybe it's a little different because you're always hopeful that your merch brand becomes massive and that maybe like you end up like Ninja and Adidas takes it on and stuff like that. And then you have shoes and then you have all this shit. Like it's, you could dream big, you know what I mean? With clothing and all that stuff. But, um, so yeah, he was in the position of power with that smart move. And like I said, I always, I always kind of considered that when a friend said it, but, um, smart, smart move by him. Um, basically I, 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 I like, I respect that side of it. He's been honest through this whole thing, the transparency. Um, He's been good. Like, and why would he lie? When you're honest and you have a position of power, you just sit there and you put your feet up and nobody's going to say anything. Like, nobody came to him and said, oh, no, the contract was bullshit. And, you know, that's the funny thing. Like, these girls are going around saying, oh, we're getting hosed. $500,000 in the first year of having a podcast is getting hosed? I have never made a penny off my podcast. I have never made a penny off my social medias. The only money I've made was merch sales. That's it. And these people go from making nothing. And then they think all of a sudden, like, oh, like $500,000 getting hosed because we're making $70,000 base salary. There's people out there that fucking grind YouTube for five, 10 years. And they they make like fucking off one YouTube video. They're making like three, four dollars in ad revenue. And that's it. And they're grinding. They're absolutely grinding it. So for me to sit here and say, you know, oh, these girls are getting hosed. Like, yeah, maybe 70,000 would sound like you're getting hosed with the amount of sales you're getting, but they had bonuses. And when you're making clean $500,000, and that's the thing, people always think, oh, you know, they want to make as much as the boss. You'll never make as much as the boss because guess what? If you made as much as the boss, you would be the boss because the boss is out there always putting in the hours. Portnoy grinded this for 17 years or 18 years, whatever he said before it got big. So, you know, for, for people to sit there and think, oh, you know, uh, you know, I want, I make this company so much money. Like I should be making as much like, no, it doesn't, doesn't work like that, like straight up. And, you know, it also leads into the whole rice gum thing with Abby Rayo. Um, so basically if anybody doesn't know, uh, Ricegum signed a contract with Abby Rayo when they started dating and basically said, look, like if, if it said uh, not so, probably more words than this, but um, if you're in it for the money, basically it's going to come out and um, it's going to come out of your, your like income that you're going to make for the rest of your life. Basically, like if I'm going to sit here, I'm going to make you a celebrity and you're going to just go and dump me after like and it, it says this and then there's like oh you know he basically re- reveals this online and says yeah well does abby actually remember the contract i got and people say oh my god that's so mean blah 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 that's that's part of the fucking business like you got these girls that are clout chasers i'm not saying abby rayo's one i'm just saying there's girls that are clout chasers that are going to go out there and what they're going to do is they're going to look for a celebrity or a person in power because they have good looks usually. And what's going to happen is, and it works for guys and girls too, but being, oh my God, you're being sexist. This podcast is very sexist. I don't think I'm going to listen to it and my son's not going to listen to it. And I'm going to go and I'm going to go click the one star on Apple and I'm going to put a very negative review. But anyway, so um, back to where I was at. Um it works for guys and girls and um so 
basically like they're just protecting themselves like look if you're gonna go date me for clout and you're gonna go and become a celebrity and dump me then i want to be able to earn off you but but as long as we're together i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit there and earn off of you right so as long as as long as everything goes good you know um they're basically just saying as long as everything goes good we'll we'll be fine right and there's nothing wrong with that you know, you go, you go, basically kickstart somebody's career, and you're gonna sit there, and the girl's slamming him online. Oh, he was an asshole. Listen, every guy's a fucking asshole, girl. Like, come on, you can fuck. Like, yeah, everybody's gotten fucking yelled at in a fight with their boyfriend, where they could be like, oh, you know, he did this, he said this. Everybody says stupid shit, right? So, at the end of the day, if you're making people fucking money, and or you're gonna make somebody's career. You gotta make sure you're getting some kind of compensation if they're gonna be able to walk away from you. Again, the whole Portnoy thing, making sure that he kept the IP, the intellectual property, the trademark, uh, whatever other words you want me to use for it. But same thing with rice gum. So then, you know, you got Abby Rail's mom text him and say, Oh, you know, like, uh, I can't believe you're publicizing this. This is so mean that you're gonna go after her. Like, the girl's sitting there acting all brave. And all this shit, and then it's like all of a sudden it comes out that there's a contract, and oh, tail tucked. Oh, I'm not gonna say anything. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, you know, everybody's starting to tippy toe now because oh my god, like, um, he can actually like take our daughter to court and start collecting earnings off of her, and then they'd have to have some kind of payment structure or something like that. And it's like, all of a sudden, everybody's kind of like, oh my god, I, I can't believe like this is actually like a reality. And so everybody's oh, you're so mean now. It's all of a sudden you're so mean. No, I think it's a fucking smart business move. If you're going to get fucking milked for clout, have her slam your name after. You know, if he legitimately did some shit, which, you know, maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. If he legitimately did some shit, though, hey, fucking well-deserved, but you still signed the contract. And that leads me into these eSport fucking teams and shit like that, where these guys do the same shit. They sign, they put their fucking name on the goddamn contract. You, you read the paper. I don't care if you're 16. You get legal representatives. You get your parents to read this shit. And you can put your fucking name and signature on the goddamn contract that you read over you're supposed to read over and understand and if you don't understand it like i said you go get a fucking lawyer and you're gonna put your fucking name on it and you're gonna try to say oh you know this is brutal now in two years when you got all this fucking fame and you're like oh, i'm getting underpaid oh they won't let me do you sign the contract knowing you were probably gonna get some kind of fucking clout off of this and it should be worth it in the end and like you know it's happened to so many of these guys and it's like man tifu had like i don't even know thirty thousand followers 50 60 000 followers before he joined phase now he's massive one of the biggest esports personalities out there and and it's like oh now all of a sudden my contract fucking sucks well guess what when you signed it, it didn't seem like it fucking sucks oh my god i'm joining phase and this isn't just about tifu i like tifu and it happens to everybody and you know it, the the fact of the matter is if you put your name on the fucking dotted line you're okay with the terms above it so if you're gonna sit there and think oh you know you should think about it in, in two years is this gonna be fucking bullshit if i'm big if if not don't fucking sign it don't join don't join a big esports organization don't don't fucking start dating rice gum knowing that you're probably doing it doing it for clout and you're gonna dump them 
you know, just an example, I don't, you know, I'm sure Abby Rail's not going to come after me on this fucking shitty podcast, but whatever, um, it is what it is, but, you know, I, I just, I, I personally find it nuts that these people sit here and, and do this kind of shit, like, it's, it's ridiculous, the whining that goes on, and, it, and it's, it's becoming, you know, every month now, or something, one of my favorite streamers is Nick Merckx, and he had a falling out with Nate Shot from uh, 100 Thieves, and there was the same shit, there was promises, but that wasn't on paper, it's like, if you have promises that are not on paper, and it's verbal, what do you expect to happen in that situation, right, so, you know, just, just a caution tale, like, I don't know if anybody's gonna find them, themselves in this position of, of fame, and with, you know, fucking TikTok out there, you get, you get these kids, there these, there's these guys messaging me every fucking, every week almost, like, oh, I'm TikTok famous, like, what, what, I go look, I go look, oh, they got like 10k, and like, yo, but I got videos that blew up, it's like, okay, you got videos that blew up, oh, so you got a hundred thousand views on the video, yeah. Oh, and that's yeah, you blew up. Okay, yeah, congrats, man. I've only had a hundred thousand views on a few of my videos, like myself personally on my accounts, and you know I've had a couple tweets that go viral and whatever. But I've sustained an audience for the most part. But like these guys got like ten thousand followers and they think they're famous. Like, oh, you know, oh, like I'm a fucking local celebrity. Like I'm like what? Like, what do you mean? And these these guys, it's it's hilarious what TikTok's doing in these people's heads. I had I, one one screenshot. Somebody sent me to go look at this guy. He fucking he dumped me because he said he has to focus on his TikTok career. I'm like TikTok career. Links me his profile. Guy's got fucking four thousand followers. Couple videos that went big. The rest of them get like five six hundred views. And I'm sitting there like, like what are you doing? tiktok career like i don't understand like it's it just it just gets it just gets becoming nuts where it's like there these people like tiktok the way the algorithm works isn't it's it's feeding into these guys egos where you know you go to the for you page it's right there it's not like instagram where you gotta click and then scroll through and then it doesn't count as a view because you know it, it just shows up you didn't actually click on it this you're scrolling through the for you section and once you're done with your followers you just go through the for you section and you start discovering new people and that's one fucking view there and then the way tiktok works is i looked into the numbers so say you get say you get 100 views and you get 10 likes that's 10 percent if you maintain about 10 percent likes to view ratio it'll just keep feeding you the views till the likes kind of drop off if it's like 50%, it'll just keep feeding you the views till the light till the till the likes kind of die down. It'll just keep feeding you, and that's how it works. And another big one's watch time. So say you got, you know, a 15 second video and your average watch time's 13 seconds, that means most people are watching your video almost to the end. They're not scrolling by it. So that means it caught their eye and it's a good video and they're, they're staying till the end. So that's that's another big one that's that's working out to, uh, that's working out uh, on TikTok is is those analytics and a lot of people don't know that and you know I I was I was I tried the TikTok a little bit I'm not knocking anybody that's trying it or whatever but just don't let it get to your head like you get like a little bit of TikTok fame you got to parlay this elsewhere if you think you're gonna make money or be famous and let me tell you 
I'm not saying it because I got 13,000 Instagram followers, but 13,000 isn't famous. 12,000 isn't famous. 4,000 isn't famous. You know what I consider famous? When you got 100K and you got that blue check mark beside your name. And I've said it before. That's what I consider famous. When you go out, I've been out a lot and I've been recognized a few times. I wouldn't say that I'm famous. So we're going to leave that there with that one. Um, another one people want me to talk about is the coronavirus and sports and the playoff format that they're proposing. Honestly, it's not the greatest thing in the world, the format, like to have a play in. Like, imagine you go and you do this fucking quarantine and you move all your shit and you go to this remote town or this fucking central hub that they're trying to do and you're there and your team fucking gets bounced in three games. Say you're like a good team and you go and get bounced by a team that shouldn't even have been in the playoffs, like the Montreal Canadiens that had a fucking 0.5% or a 1% chance of making the playoffs. And you're going to have to go play a play-in series against the Montreal Canadiens, and you get fucking bounced when you had a legitimate chance or you were in the playoffs. So I, I just think they might have to work on this. A lot of players are voting against it because they don't want it. Like even Carolina, a couple of their players came out today and said, look, we don't really like the playoff structure because we feel that it's screwing over our team, right? So... You know, it it's it's pretty crazy the way the way that that's gonna work out because if a lot of players start voting no, it's gonna drag on, and whatever they gotta they gotta find out a way to finish out the season in a reasonable way, or like I said, 24, 24 team format, and honestly, I don't I don't know the way to do it to be honest myself, but you know, and then. Even the empty arenas, like it's gonna sound like shit, but some people were recommending that, you know, you get some like kind of dead crowd noise in there and pump it in just to make it sound almost legit. And they did, did it in the Bundesliga for soccer. I don't watch soccer at all. I didn't even watch the video, but a lot of people were saying that it actually sounded like reasonably good for the viewer on TV, right? That you almost have like a noise in there that doesn't sound like just dead, like you're watching a fucking men's league game or like fucking Pee Wee fucking house league. But, um, yeah, I, I, I just, like, I, I thought maybe a cool idea I had, and I never even pitched it to anybody, was if you were to get families to almost hook up a microphone to, like, a live streaming device, and then they can almost stream their reactions as shit happens. Like, you just put this microphone in your living room and whatever. But, like, how about if you hear, like, Mom, the fucking meatloaf, or, like, get me some fucking chips, like, or some guy goes on the mic and says something derogatory or, you know, homophobic, right? It's, like... You know, you can't really have faith in too many people to do that kind of shit. But I, I think they just have to find something that'll work. And um, it, it has to be fair. But either way, there's going to be an asterisk on this season, like the Houston Astros. Like, it's just not, it's it's not going to be, it's it's not going to be good. Like, if some like if somebody wins, they're going to be like, oh, but, you know, I, I would hate to see, like, a team that goes on a heater end up winning it'll be cool to watch but i would hate to hear the reaction of like this team had a four percent chance of making it into the playoffs and now they just won the stanley cup because their players got healthy and they went on a heater because of coronavirus like i it, it would be a tough tough sell to a lot of fans um to get them to think like you know that this has actually got some kind of legitimate feel to it same thing with baseball. Like people are saying, oh, they might only do eighty games. Eighty games is enough, I think. 
you know, basketball, they're not sure what they're going to do. I think I think the NHL shouldn't wait for the NBA. They should just become a trailblazer and do what they want to do. Because that's what it seemed to be like. The NBA kind of does something. It's like, oh, what's, what did Adam Silver do? Let's do the same thing. And I've noticed a trend like that with... Um, I've noticed a trend like that with the NHL, with basketball. Um, I was kind of like, you know, I, I, I just think it's... I just think it's dumb. Like, that they should... Uh, you know, they should they should figure something out where they, um, you know, for lack of a better words, like, become the trailblazer. Like, this is what we're going to do. This is the plan. This is what we're doing with testing. We have this many kits. We're going to use them. The The results come back in 20 minutes. We're going to know if everybody's clear. You know, players are getting tested before every game. So, you know, like I said, I think they should become the trailblazer in that NHL and, uh, you know, show, show, show the sports world that, you know what, you, you might be the, you might be one of the lowest revenue sports leagues in North America. That's professional. Um, but that you'd show them that, Hey, like, look, we can, we can be a trailblazer in some shit too. Um, so I'm, I'm going to leave the podcast there at a healthy 33 minutes and 16 seconds. Um, if you guys liked it, be sure to let me know on my social medias. Um, so at the Nats 91, D O N A T S nine one or on Snapchat at Donato D O N A T O D nine one. Let me know anywhere. I'll, I'll see it. I usually show, I usually see most of my messages and whatever. If you didn't like it, you could also tell me that too. If you have any suggestions, let me know. I'm going to try to do this once a week. I got to commit to this like and and just get it done you know i know people liked it i know people want to hear it and i think it's time to get back to the roots of 2017 where we had the podcast going maybe the bergie reviews i don't know let's not get ahead of ourselves here and say we're gonna do it but we're not you know maybe 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 some new merch maybe let's We'll see what next week holds. If you made it here, just a little tidbit. But anyways, so take care, guys. Um, Let me know. Like I said, thanks for listening. If you made it all the way to the end, take care.